the conservative woman is repulsed by the OnlyFans girl. And there is a consistency in thoughts across right-leaning America about this. You're a feminist doing OnlyFans, that's empowering, yet you're relying on creepy, disgusting men who think you are disgusting and trash to ironically pay your bills, which is probably the most degrading thing in the entire world. We're going to get back to that right there. if you were in an office, it would be a lot less degrading. You could actually have respect in an office. And do not get offended when you come into the dating pool and dating world and you are seen as a low-value woman. In my eyes, you are. In every man's eyes, you are. And uh, don't get offended when people don't want to marry you, don't want you to be their girlfriend. You're going to hit the real world eventually. Um, it's just a amount of time. And no one with any level of, like, a brain would ever respect someone who does that. Welcome to Cross at the Capitol, Episode 9. And I'm your host, Mr. Autry J. Pruitt. Like, subscribe, and share this show right now. Cross at the Capitol is the bridge between policy and prayer. We people of faith are being called to adjust our mindsets to meet the unique challenges of the moment. Our podcast question today is, what are we to do about OnlyFans? Our verse is going to be 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Verses 10 through 11. For even when we were with you, we used to give you this order. If anyone is unwilling to work, he is not to eat. For we hear that some among you are leading an undisciplined life, doing no work at all, but acting like busybodies. OnlyFans is something many conservatives have a problem with, and conservative women are starting to talk more and more about. But we're doing, and I feel we're following into the same trap of demonizing, but not trying to figure out and not understanding how we got here and what are the solutions. The problem didn't arise out of nowhere. It didn't. If you think about it, the proliferation of Instagram, TikTok, tight yoga pants, uh, makeup, Brazilian butt lifts. You know, I'm a guy. I'm a guy. I, I get it. But the I don't know if you're spending time, but look at it. It's on Instagram and TikTok. Tight yoga pants, tight shorts, uh, uh, breast hanging out, makeup, Brazilian butt lifts, nose jobs, breast augmentation surgeries. We as a society, and I say we collectively, because this BS that it, it's all liberals, it's all Democrats, it's all Joe Biden supporters, it's all Hillary Clinton voters is BS. Conservatives go along, right along with it. Go to a conservative event and you'll see the lip fillers and you'll see the butt lifts and you'll see the breast augmentation surgery. So we go along right with it. We as a society, all of us combined, have told women that their value is wrapped up in their looks. We've said it. It's one thing to understand that looks is a part of their value. I get that, right? That looks is a part of the value. It may be a good portion of it. But we have essentially moved the almost the entirety of value in women to their looks. We have done that. It used to be that women being able to have a baby Having the womb was a value. But our attitude surrounding abortion, 
our attitudes. And and, and before you conser- I know conservative when you're conservatives, you're about to say it. Well, well, that's the Democrats. That's the Democrats. We wanted to get rid of Roe v. Wade. We want to get. But look at your states and what they're doing. Hello. Oh, see, y'all don't want to talk about that. You don't want to talk about what's going on in. <laughs> let me not go there. I, 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 uh, look, look at our attitude surrounding abortion. You know, if you want to get if you want to get and hit conservatives a little bit more, look at the attitude surrounding birth control. Right. We, our attitude surrounding abortion and birth control, which fall on both the Democrat and the Republican side, the left and right side of the aisle, has shown us, has, has, has shows every day where we value women, that we have not, we do not value baby making the ability to carry a baby to term and nurture that baby. We don't value it. We don't value it even post the pregnancy. Because our laws and our society and our structure clearly shows that. Like I said, it's one thing uh, to, to, to uh, understand that looks are part of their value, but to say that it's the entire value of women, right? And, and we're surprised. I, I read you a story yesterday. I believe it was yesterday about a, a man attempting to lactate or you hear about the notions of b- birthing persons. And the fact that this does not repulse us is a prima facie case that a, a, a woman's value of being able to carry and nurture a, a, a baby is all but eliminated in America. We have taken, it's even worse, because we have taken values that were once assigned to men, and now we're trying to flip them over and assign them to women. Right? We're not saying a woman can't provide or isn't put in a place where she has to provide, but we are saying that uh, a, a, a woman's value is wrapped up in her, uh, her ability to provide. And that's not the case. That used to be a man's value. So much so that when there are men trying to provide and they're at homes together and women just don't like them and they just don't understand them and they want to have their way, they just leave. They just walk away. Because we've told them, listen, your value, you can provide, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. You don't need no man. So they just walk away. They walk away from their baby's fathers. That's where we are. We 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 not women can go into combat, right? Oh, go into combat, be on the front lines. You can do what men can do. Men used to have a value that men were were strong and strength and go to war. And now you see women. I'm not saying it's a bad thing that they're women police officers or women soldiers. I. I'm not saying that, but I'm, I'm saying that we, we have just so misaligned ourselves where we're taking values attributed once to men and putting them on women and taking the thing that women... See, this is the thing. Some women can do those things. Some women can be police officers. Some women can go to combat. But men will never be able to have a baby. We've just eliminated that altogether. Some scientist in a lab is working on right now, how in the world do I get a man pregnant? They're working on it right now, I guarantee you. 
even when you look at trans ideology, that can show you that the value of women, that ideology alone shows you that the value of women is wrapped up in the look. Look at what they value in the trans ideology world. Breasts, no hair, booty popping. And trans ideology, if you spend any time really reading and listening to these people, you'll understand that the value is not what's on the inside, even though they say that is what manifests itself. They say, on the inside, I am a woman. I am this woman down deep in me. I, I was born a woman trapped in a male body. Well, then they try to change, but, but it's never. It, it, it's not about what's on the inside. It's about what they're trapped in. And so they spend tens of thousands of dollars. These men spend tens of thousands of dollars to project themselves as females outwardly. Dylan Mulvaney, Rachel Levin, Caitlyn Jenner. These are men. They grow out their hair and they wear lipstick and pumps. Because trans ideology is wrapped up in the caricature of a woman. Not necessarily in the actual things that make up what a female is. Such as the ability to carry a child to term. Right, they're trying to get close. Remember, they tried to get the male to lactate. This is uh, listen. I have a history in real estate, and the one thing you learn as an investor is that you need to take a property to its highest and best use. Right, that absent a zoning board, a property will always gravitate. It will move. It may even take years to do so but it will move towards its highest and best use, meaning what the grip of society dictates will determine the highest and best use for the property. And so we should not be surprised that the proliferation of services like OnlyFans exist because we've told women that their looks is their highest value. It's their highest and best use. And we continue to have policies. We continue to uh, have functions. We continue to design our public policy to reinforce this over and over and over again. If we want to fix the problem of services like OnlyFans, one solution is to deny men entry into the category of women and encourage women that their natural beauty is okay. It is enough. And I'm not talking about, be logical. I I make this argument sometimes and people are like, well, you know, there was a girl, she was born with a just a broken nose and had three nostrils and skin hanging off to the side, but that's her natural beauty. The natural beauty as it was originally intended to be, that's what we're talking about. Now, there are some surgeries, I think, because of, I remember that a lot of Jewish families would get their nose done. The girls would when I was in New York and some is because genetically, I think some suffered from a a deviated septum. I'm not talking about if you actually suffer from medical condition where your nose or you're not breathing properly, but your breasts are fine. Your butt is fine. You know, I was talking to a a lady uh, just the other day who is beautiful and she wants to get breast surgery and she wants to get a, a Brazilian butt lift. And I get it. I get it. Because us men, society and hold, has trained us now that these booty popping and voluptuous breasts hanging out and spilling out and all that, that's, that's what it is. And so, of course, women are walking around saying, oh, this is, you know, uh, this is what, because the, the high value men are, 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 are traipsing their way towards these booties walking along here to, the, to these breasts, as they used to say, <laughs> up in your face. And so if you don't have any, 
or your butt's a little bit more flat, right? What do you want to do? Right? You're like, well, I, I need to get that. We've shifted. We've shifted that value. Man, I remember, and I'm not even old. I remember when, I, I, I distinctly remember when guys would talk about a woman's ability to have children. Oh, she looked like she could have some kids. I, I remember, I remember this in high school. It didn't happen often, but sometimes it would happen where guys would say, man, she would be an awesome mother. She'd be a cool wife. Now it's look at that ass. I mean, <laughs> I, re- I remember this. So we can't, we can't be surprised when women flock to the OnlyFans because we've told them that's where their value is. Another solution may be to redesign our workplace. And when I say redesign our workplace, we need to rethink how we work from day to day, how we even take days off. I was watching someone named Dr. Mindy uh, Pelez, I think her name is. I ran across her because I started something quite a few weeks ago called the carnivore diet. And uh, she now pops up in my YouTube feed. And I was just curious. I was like, oh, she's talking about intermittent fasting. She's talking about some stuff. I, I don't know. I, I didn't even really have time, but I decided to watch it. And she began to do a deep dive into a woman's menstrual cycle, which, by the way, we need to t- teach this stuff and learn about this. But that's all another topic. And she used to she began to talk about the differences in women and men working and that men and women work. If you take a, a business quarter. Three months, men and women work the same amount of time. In totality, but the scheduling is different because the women every 27 to 29 days go through this three to four day uh, shredding of eggs, shedding, excuse me, shedding of eggs, shedding out uh, what's no longer needed in their body. And so she basically, she didn't really posit this question, but it was implied and I'm positing this question. What if we, what if we redesigned the workplace? So that this five-day, two-day off, or four-day, two-day, one-day off, however we typically think of of work, that works for men. But for women, we do it a little bit differently. She seemed to suggest that women can work 14, 15 days in a row, right? They can work uh, much longer than men can. But then when they take time off, they need to concentrate it five, six, or seven days in a row off. And then they can go back. So it's the same amount of time if you think four weeks, a month, two, four, six, eight, right? Two days, they're off in a month. Well, women have the same time off, but it's concentrated within two times in a month or in one big time in a month. I never thought about that. I don't know if there's something there or not, but that's an interesting concept, right? Redesigning our workplace so that we value women for who they are as women. Making the workplace and society in general comfortable for women to have children if they so desire. And letting them know we that is your high value. And I'm going to argue women are going to be upset with me. 
I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm going to argue that that is primarily probably the biggest value for women is being able to have, raise, and rear children. I was listening to one of these Generation Z podcasts and one person said on this podcast and it just struck me I'll, I'll never forget this this was like three years ago maybe I heard this thing maybe two I don't, I don't remember but they struck me and said go into a room and you and you have a, a room with a grandpa and a grandma well or a great grandpa and a great grandmother and you'll see with a great grandpa you can see some trophies some accolades some awards some etc but when you look at the great grandmother then you see the grandmother then you see the mother then you see the daughter and you can see the generations that she's birthed see the male lasting legacy you go out and you touch it you drive on it you get in it to drive to it but the female legacy is in flesh and blood It's right there. Now I understand the references, so many references in the Bible to husbands loving your wives as Christ loved the church because that flesh and blood is everlasting. So we have to fix our society to to, to begin to value women again and, and birthing. And let's admit it, we as men, of course we like birth control. Of course, most men are standing up behind abortions. You know? Because we're, we're, we're ignorant. We're thinking with our little head and not with our big head. And us doing that over time has devalued probably the highest value that women bring. The ability to create and maintain life. It takes two. But they, they, they get the life in gestation, they hold it and they birth it out. And it's amazing. And you think when you're in that birthing room, this is what's crazy. Absent having a child. So I have, I have, I have two kids. So absent having a kid, you think, Ooh, I don't want to see that. Ooh, a birth. I don't want to see that. And then when you're there and you see that happen, And you realize that you implanted that seed and your woman took that child to birth. She she took him to birth. Oh, it is a remarkable feeling. It really is. And, And by the way, has anyone ever thought that the reason why us men and boys are turning to OnlyFans is because we have no idea what the love of a mother is? I'm going to have to go soon. We're going to have to continue this podcast tomorrow. We have no idea what the love of a mother is. Perhaps we boys and men have been looking around because we've never seen a mother's love. And now many boys are confused between what gets you erect and what truly loves you. If you enjoyed this program, send it to someone you know. My name is Archer J. Pruitt. This has been episode nine of Cross at the Capitol. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, wherever you may get your podcasts. Remember, wisdom is the main thing with all that getting, get, and understanding.